Hey guys, so Christmas has come early. In- indeed. Except this will probably post on Christmas if we post this. But, you know, we're talking about Matrix Resurrections. We Resurrections. just saw it. We just saw it. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about it. We do. You know, and uh, it's funny because this is a bit of an impromptu show because I don't even know exactly what I'm going to say about this movie, but I just think. You know, The Matrix for both of us is the original is probably our favorite movie or at least, you know, easily in the top like five. I mean, I've seen it hundreds of times. Like, yeah, I, it's an exaggeration, but barely. Barely. Yeah. And and same with me. Uh, and, uh, you know, of course, I've seen the entire trilogy. And, uh, you know, we just got done watching Resurrections. And I feel like I feel like the best thing to do is just we haven't had a conversation about it yet. We yeah. just watched it. And I think the best thing to do is just to like go for it and talk about it and talk about like how we feel about it without thinking about it too hard. Um, and you know, uh, I think it's a, it's, it's quite the Christmas treat, but you know, what's about Christmas is, you know, there's a big box under the tree and sometimes it's like a Nintendo and other times it's like an ugly sweater. So right. it's, it's, you just never know with Christmas. Sometimes it's like savings bonds, which like, you know, when you're like, you know, six, you're yeah. like, what the heck is this? But you yeah. know, then later you're like, Oh, Oh, this that is nice. Good. Yeah, like you wanted Mortal Kombat when you were six, but now you're just, you know, but but now you're not really interested in that. Uh, but, uh, you know, apparently somebody is stopping by to show you socks, though, because that's... Yeah. <laughs> that match cat socks. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. This Thank totally you. could not have waited till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> um, so... Uh, okay, so this movie is was directed by Lana Wachowski. Yes. Uh, so it's no longer a uh, it's no longer a duo directing this movie. Mm-hmm. It's one person. Um, and uh, I think that you know, I it, th- there's a lot to say. First, I, I would like to say that uh, we are not going to movie theaters yet. So the fact that HBO Max is putting all these movies out. Uh, for free, basically, if you have the service, is really cool. Yes. So we're going to be mindful of that and tr- not only try not to be, I think, too harsh if there's things that we feel about it, because I think it's really dope that they did that. But also at the same time, like, um, you know, we watched in a smaller screen, not in a theater. Mm-hmm. So it is a different experience. Uh, and, um, you know, let's just get into it. So I... There- well, can, can we... Yeah. Let, let's start off with a little bit of context. You know, you mentioned that the first movie, is, yeah. you know, for both of us is definitely like in, in our top favorite movies. Yes. You know? uh, now, it didn't stop at the first one. It no. didn't go the first one and then 20 some years and then yeah, yeah. this one. No, you're right. There were two sequels, there, both uh, with depreciating value. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think that's sort of something to 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 give a little context to before we even get into you know, what this movie was like, what our impressions of it were. Um, now I know you, you know, you sort of like the second one, you know, obviously it certainly doesn't live up to the first. I like the second one though. It's got a ton of action in it and they're, and they're trying to expand the world of the matrix a lot. So I think there's a lot about the second one that I really enjoy, even though when you watch it back somehow, I think because they were trying to go too big too soon, the effects look worse than the first movie. I I definitely agree with with that part of what you said. Yeah. Uh, I I think that he was fighting second, dreadlock ghost, Anna. How yeah, can you not love that? I think there the there was some good action in the second one. I 
don't like the second one, but yeah. compared to the third one, yeah, uh, the third one is just trash. Well, there's not really a lot of story in the second one. It's just kind of like yeah, one action, fight action scene sick. after the next, and then and then they waited until like the, the like near the end for like you know the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy to like blurt out about ten minutes of exposition about philosophy. Yeah. That's the problem with the second one. It's like no talking, and then like the worst college like yeah. uh, situation ever, you know, in a yeah. classroom. So, so for me going into, into resurrections, you know, I, I think of it in the context of the three movies where yeah. if I were just putting it in context of the matrix, the first one, yeah, I would, I would definitely have one way of thinking about it. But when I think about what came after the matrix, yeah, I definitely, can look at this one with a lot more nostalgia. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I think that there's there's really like two ways to do things now. There's either you make a sequel that's a direct sequel that follows, you know, many years later, or you do this kind of like weird reboot sequel like that Halloween did, where like Halloween 2018 was just a sequel to the first movie, even mm-hmm. though all these other movies existed. Uh, and I think with this one, we're going to do our best to not spoil anything, uh, anything too major uh, in this. But I will say uh, what I liked about this movie is it is in fact a sequel to to the trilogy it is like it's not like like i I actually think so much so that you're i don't know if you'll be lost per se but you're not going to get as much out of it uh well certainly if you haven't seen the first movie you won't get it yeah um but i think if you haven't seen two and three you'll get a little less out of it you'll be like who's that character yeah what what are they talking about here i I will have to say (laughs) um we we're we're um we're visiting your parents right now and they were like where's the subtitles and we watch on hbo max and watch it with subtitles and i kind of have to say thank god because like the first 10 minutes of this movie there there's so much like sci-fi jargon going on there's a lot of sci-fi jargon there's also just pure tech talk like yeah. like legit tech talk so yeah. like you know if you're if you're in the tech world yeah then you're gonna be like oh this is so cool they're, they're speaking my language if you're not if you're not like deep in that you're yeah. like a what yeah, and well, that's the thing. And we're geek world, but we're not like you know the people that are going to like fix your computer. That yeah, understand. we're not IT world. Yeah, we don't understand <laughs> like yeah uh, uh, code. We 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 like kung fu movies and sci fi movies. And so for us, like they kept saying like modal, and I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. I have no clue what any of this means, right? Yeah. And so like. Uh, so I would recommend, like at least in some parts, having uh, having the subtitles is not a bad idea, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning, because uh, everyone's like in hushed tones and stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um. So, but but I, it's this movie is so interesting to me because I feel like first off, I didn't ask for this movie. I didn't need another <laughs> Matrix movie. You know, I think the like we said, the original one is one of the is a sci-fi masterpiece, if not the best sci-fi movie ever really high up there. It is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. But I, but like, you know, like we had talked about, there's depreciating value with two and three. I, I don't like three at no, all. It's awful. Uh, and so, you know, having a, a direct sequel really to the third one, which this kind of is, even though it's many years later, uh, is a little bit of like, I'm like, oh God, did we need this? Um, but I also think that they did a lot of really cool things in this movie. Yeah. It, this this doesn't leave you with the same awful sour taste that the third one did. So, yeah. so I'm kind of, in a way, no matter how I, I feel about the movie in general, I do feel like 
I'm glad to have this one rather than three. I agree. And and I think like uh, one of the things I really like most about this movie is I think they have some new cast members that were really fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, of, of course, like Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss were back and they're both amazing. I mean, they're legends. Uh, so it was really cool to have them back at is in the, in those roles. Yeah. Um, but I thought that, um, you know, obviously like it would have been dope to have Lawrence Fishburne back, but I think, uh, Yaya Mateen, uh, like, wait, what's his name? Darn it. I was going to get it. I was so close. Yaya Abdul Mateen, the third, mm-hmm. I think that's it. Uh, let's just call him for the sake of, my own sanity uh let's just call him um uh uh morpheus <laughs> well no well, i was gonna say morpheus but uh he played uh wait, all of a sudden my brain is gone he played the blue guy in watchman doc doc uh doc adam manhattan. what's his name doc manhattan that's it can we just call him dr manhattan thank god i'll just call him the blue man group the blue man group no um so you know uh anyway um that actor who was also in Candyman, you know he was in aquaman uh as long as man is in the title he's in this watch man uh man tricks yeah it's exactly this is the first time he's like finally movie has a man in it um he uh he plays this sort of new version of morpheus and he's pretty great and i think the way that they um created this new version of Morpheus was dope. Yes. I actually was really into it. And I thought like, without going into too much detail, cause we want to ruin it. I just thought it was like a really inventive way to bring back this character and change him. But yeah. in a way that like, didn't seem um, like a disservice to what they had done in the past. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting thing. Cause one of the things that they even state in it, that is that he's almost a, a slight hybrid between Morpheus and Smith. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's he's mainly Morpheus, but but he he does take on some aspects of Smith at least very very early on in the very beginning. Yeah, and I don't even know if you that was a spoiler or not. I can't really tell. It's not really cuz it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with plot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh he is he he's a really interesting sort of new version of Morpheus and I think he's really great. Uh I also think that um uh they added uh Jonathan Groff as this sort of mysterious character. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was also really good. I, I've only seen him, I think, in like Hamilton and maybe one or two other things. So I wasn't, I didn't really have any high expectations for that guy, but I think he's really good in this movie. He and he has like a really, su- so like a really surprising turn. I was like, this dude's kind of dope. Yeah. This guy's like pretty good. I can see why they cast him. Uh, and, and of course, Neil Patrick Harris, who's also really good in the movie. Yes. And, um, oh, and I also think uh, Jessica Henwick, who is an Iron Fist. Uh, she's who, fantastic. She's fantastic. She plays this also kind, kind of, of like Morpheus. a Morpheus-like character, um, this sort of true believer, this sort of captain, and she's freaking awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and it's so funny. I kept on seeing all those articles of like, why would Jessica Henwick turn down, uh, you know, a role uh, the, a role in Shang-Chi for The Matrix? Because I guess they wanted to cast her as like a sister. But it's like, this is like a way better role. It is. Like, of course she would have turned it down for this. Like, this, this role is like in like really essential to the movie and she's really good in it. So I'm really glad that she was cast in it. And so, you know, that's the thing. Like, so just from that point, like it's a pleasure to watch because everybody's bringing their a game. And I think everyone is really well cast for the roles that they've written. Yeah. And you know, one of the other interesting things is, is just so much of it is, is made to draw parallels to the original. Um, 
and they do an interesting thing that that in some ways you know works but in some ways kind of hinders it um and that's that's showing the sort of archive footage the showing right. the footage there's a lot of places where they show footage from from the, the first movie first mostly movie. Yeah. yeah uh and it it works in a way because it really does sort of show the parallels and and you know places where where they diverge yeah. from from it. But on the other hand, it sort of works against it mm-hmm. because I think one of the things that you brought up when when we were talking on our own earlier was even just the the way that it's that it's lit where you can see things where it looks beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, whereas in in this in this new one, you know, you can't see the fights. Yeah. It's so dark. It's, yeah. It, it it's not as well shot in a lot of ways, and, and yeah, there, there's a real aesthetic difference in this movie to the to the to the original Matrix movies. It's funny. It's kind of like you know that opening scene in the first Matrix that's like super dark with Trinity in that room fighting mm-hmm. the cops. It's like they made the entire movie look like that. Like all the action scenes yeah. kind of look like that, and and it's a bummer because when I think of the Matrix, like everything's kind of like. You know, well, everything's green, but everything's yeah. sort of like lit well, and you can really get a, a sense of the fights and the scope and the action. And I definitely felt like this this one was a lot harder for me to like ascertain what was yeah. going on. Yeah, well, and and every once in a while they'd give you like a quick scene where they do you know something like that. Yeah. And, and, and then, but for like some of the bigger fight scenes, it would be so dark. And yeah. It was just it was kind of disappointing. I was I was wanting the good action that I was so used to from from the Matrix movies, and and it was just, it was disappointing. Yeah, well, it's funny, because it's kind of like, they do that sometimes on, like, Netflix action shows, uh, or, like, uh, just a lot of, like, uh, superhero stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because of, like, restrained budget, like, they'll do that for, uh, like, Daredevil was a lot like that. Like, remember that, like, last scene, or, or not last scene, but that last episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier that was, like, so dark, when mm-hmm. he was, like, flying around and trying to take down a ship, I was like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. I yeah. literally really can't tell what's happening uh and you know and and it's not like the entire thing there is some action that's fairly well lit but i would say overall um you know a big part of why it came was to see like really amazing action and a lot of it was just kind of hard to see Mm -hmm. and and that was a disappointment to me um but you know at the same time like i i think that they they have developed the world. Um, I think they have developed the stuff that worked in the sci-fi of the Matrix uh, in, in a new to a new step. They've evolved mm-hmm. it. You know, I, I don't want to give it away, but they've they've fundamentally changed the the world and the sci-fi of the world in a way that I think is like really cool and really interesting. And I think um, not only is it really cool and interesting for this movie, but I can see it expanding beyond this movie right. into like sequels if they end up doing them. Um, and I thought I, so there's elements of it that I'm like, Oh, this is like really cool. This mm-hmm. was a really smart way to go. Um, and, and I also think they, they still did some of the kind of like they still were entrenched a little bit in like philosophy, like mm-hmm. the sequels ended up being. But I think overall they they did this weird turn where they did that stuff, but they also banked a lot on like the meta of it all. Right. Which I'm sort of conflicted by <laughs> because there, you know, there's something really fun about meta, but you got to remember like the meta thing has been going on now for a long time. Like really sure. ever since this first scream movie, mm-hmm. we've been dealing with this idea of like a movie in a movie or a movie realizing it's a movie or like mo- our, or our own universe of movies 
being actually existing in a movie like mm-hmm. that, all that meta stuff. Um, we've dealt with it for so long now and it's become almost like a cliche and they really banked on that pretty hard in this movie to a point of like me not totally sure how I felt about it. Cause in some ways it felt really clever. Yeah. In other ways I was like, wow, like, I don't know. It, 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 I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Honestly, like I felt like, and I sort of, explain this to you earlier but i kind of felt like the whole meta of it all sort of felt like somewhere between like um uh uh like pastiche of their own creation mm-hmm. like look at how clever and cool and groundbreaking we are and like parody of it yeah uh and and which might have been what they were going for but i almost got to the point where i'm like i think they're both like making fun of themselves, but also talking about how super important they are. And it was little yeah. weird because it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm quite getting from this. Like storytelling wise, I'm not sure. It almost felt like they were like, they were getting ahead of the arguments or reflecting back the arguments that people have had. I, I was going to say, it sounded almost like they were reading back comment, like comment argu- arguments, you yeah. know, like, like when people have like, like the chat room arguments. arguments. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like message board, like chat. Yeah. Like, it's almost like the, the producers went on and they're like, what do you think about the Matrix movies, AMA, or, or uh, like a Reddit thing? Yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone, and they just like took like yeah. bites from what people Yeah. Like, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So like, it's, it's an interesting thing. It's like, you're waiting for like little Twitter tag. Like, yeah. <laughs> is it this? Is it that? And, uh, and it's funny cause yeah. It, it, and so I feel like it's one of those situations where like me as a viewer watching this thing for the first time, I was like, there's a lot of this. I don't know if this is funny or not, but I feel like if I watch it again, I would enjoy those scenes more because, because there is a, uh, there is a lot of conversation that always goes in the matrix and the conversation has expanded, uh, as our times have changed because the movies are so important and because, you know, there's a lot to, to, you know, to, to dig into. So I feel like, you know, the conversation is relevant and it is an interesting way to go. And, and I do think they fundamentally based an idea in the structure around why they would have done that. Right. Um, but at the same time, I was just like, I was like, it felt like, it also kind of felt like a little bit of filler to me, to be honest. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, it, there, there was a lot of talking. I, I, you know, I was having a weird experience while I was watching it because while I was watching it, I was actually thinking about my next watching of it. Yeah. And, and totally. that, that very rarely happens. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like, so Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, we came out of that movie and I was like, I want to go see this again tomorrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. it wasn't like that. It was like no. literally while I'm watching this, I was thinking, I'd like to watch this, you know, like I I, I want to see this party. I'm looking forward to watching this part again, or I'm interested to yeah. see what I'm going to think of, uh, about this part when I watch it again. But it was when I watch it again. Yeah. You know? Not while you're engaged in the first watching. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and it's a, it's a weird, it was a weird experience. Now the, the second and third ones, honestly, even leaving those, I was like, yeah, do I ever need to see them again? Probably not. Have I watched them again since? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But but like, but I never felt the need to, you know, yeah. not like the first one, but this one, like I'm ready to watch it again, you know, like not, not necessarily immediately, yeah. but you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how I'll feel about it on second watching. I'm interested to like, think about it with more, more context of, you know, now I feel like I kind of want to 
torture myself by rewatching the sequels again. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course I will always rewatch the first one, but, but then sort of do that like more deeper comparison and, and well, it's funny. Cause you're right. Cause in a way it does sort of, I mean, I, I think this movie legitimizes a lot of the events of the third movie in a way that like, you know, it, it's kind of like, um, something really smart that uh, Marvel has done over the years is sort of make some of their lesser, uh, lesser interesting movies become more important in the grand scheme yeah, of things, you know, like how they, in like Avengers Endgame, they have like the whole Thor going back to Thor two, yeah. that storyline, which is like, you know, kind of like one of the worst MCU movies, but they're like, no, but now it's important because yeah. it's part of this big thing. I think in a way like they, they in this movie they do sort of take some of their more weak some of their weaker things and and they make it you know sort of more interesting um whether it be with cameos or or discussion yeah. about it um but but yeah i kind of felt like i don't know it's weird it's it's a re- it's a really weird movie where like it's so it's so self-aware and so like it's sort of like you don't necessarily want to have a conversation with somebody who's very clever and very aware they're very clever because at some point you're sort of like you're just kind of annoying aren't you yeah and i kind of feel like there's moments like that of the movie where it's winking so hard that i'm just like it almost doesn't feel i don't know confident there's something about it i don't know the other thing is like with with all of the scenes of like major tech talk and stuff yeah they're one of the nice things in the first one is they they do a, a really good job of of interpreting things like or for the audience, you know, and, and speaking them in a way that makes it so that normal people can understand. Yeah. You know, and in this, I feel like they're just lecturing. They're just talking at you. Yeah. Not not trying to talk with you, not trying to have like the conversation with the audience. It's yes. You know, and and so, like I said, there's so much tech talk that that they just don't make any effort to care if you understand or not. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, you know, there's a little bit of a, yeah, there's a little bit of like, just throw you in this world and, but, but it doesn't feel familiar per se. I'm, I'm, that's not even what I'm talking. I'm literally talking about like, they literally put in all of the science and tech talk. Yeah. It's, it's this stuff that, that again, in the first one, they would use analogies and things to, mm. to explain it to the audience, yeah. you know, but in this, they don't even bother. Yeah. Everything is is blah blah blah, you know, and tech talk, tech talk, tech talk. If you don't get it, ne- on to the next thing. Right, exactly. You know? it, it's almost like um, like a locked door or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I, I I get that. I I agree with that too. Yeah. I... So here here's my thing about the the about the film. I I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it from that nostalgia level. Yeah, you know it there was a, enough in it that, that brought me back to the first one that, that just had me like really thinking, you know, cause I love that movie so much yeah. that, that it really hit on a lot of the nostalgia things for me as a movie itself. I still don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I will say that obviously the, the, the Neo Trinity stuff was like, was really great. Mm-hmm. And I think that having them both in there and I think they were both really good in the roles too. And I think that there's some like really nice emotional stuff. And I like how they sort of change perspective in a lot of ways. Uh, they, they sort of did a lot of the stuff of, from the first movie, but also changed the perspective in a mm-hmm. way that I thought was really interesting. And so I think a lot of that stuff really worked. And and that's the thing. Like I, 
you know, before we did this, the reason I want to have this conversation with you and just record it is like I it's one of those weird movies where I can't like I can't just jump out and say it was great, but I also can't jump out and say it was terrible. It yeah. was like something I need to like kind of think about and think about like why they did certain things because because there was a lot I liked. Um, but I also just feel like, um, you know, certain things I loved about the first movie just weren't there. Yeah. Like, for instance, like I um, it, it wasn't as like you said, instead of using analogies, they they did a lot of like tech talk that was unnecessary uh, instead of like, um, you know, all the stuff where they kept on going back to like talking about the original movie and showing footage from the original movie, I thought like was a, was not something that behooved them. I felt like the comparison didn't help them. I felt like the action didn't look as good as I wanted it to look. It was very like dark and, and, and wasn't like just wide and bright and like clear, like the original movies. And so like, it's almost kind of like I had to think about this movie is almost not a matrix movie. To like really like to like really reckon with to really think about, which is also a really weird place because it is a Matrix movie. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, uh, the stuff, how they deal with the Matrix itself and the Sentinels and all that stuff. I think they they've sort of moved ahead with that in a really interesting way that I really enjoyed and really liked. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's it's just one of those weird things where I'm I'm really I kind of do feel like I need to watch it again. Um, but you know, will I watch it again? I don't know. Yeah. You but, know, I, I have no idea. Well, it's free possibly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting movie. Um, you know, is there, is there anything else you wanted to say about it? No, unless you wanted to do to, to, Give people a few seconds to tune out if they don't want to hear spoilers and talk spoilers. Well, that's the thing. I, I was wondering about is it necessary. That. I don't know. Is it's it, an interesting thing. Is it going to I mean, it might not be a bad idea to at least like do that and yeah. like that way. I mean, or do, would you rather not give any spoilers at all? No, because I, I think we're done talking about it in a non-spoiler way. Yeah. So if uh, if you don't want spoilers cut out now, because yeah. we're about to go well, deep in spoilers, like like full on, like you will be. 100% spoiled. Yeah. So we're going to give you a spoiler countdown. Uh, we, you will be spoiled if you don't want to see this movie in three, two, one. So anyway, this person died now. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Let's kind of get into it. So I think the main thing I wanted to say was that, um, I really like how they, uh, and of course this is now for those of you who have actually seen the movie. Uh, I really like what they did with the, the whole idea of like post, uh, what happened at the end of three, how like um, how everything sort of changed mm -hmm. in the when the relationship between machine and men and this idea of Neo not only freeing the not only like um, freeing the people from sort of this enslavement, mm -hmm. um, but also freeing the minds of certain machines. Yeah. The fact that there's now machines that are working with the humans mm -hmm. to like living in their society and helping them. I thought that was I was like, oh, my God, like this is huge. Like yeah. there's so much more you can do with this. Um, and, and, and even so, even so much so with what, what they did with Morpheus, that's yes. not how they created this new version of Morpheus is he is a program. And I was like, Oh God, like that is so, I was like, that is, that is the, that was the idea that made them go, we can make a new series. One of the things that I particularly loved was, was 
just the acknowledgement of how epic Trinity was. Yes. Because the thing is, when you think about the original movie, like the the way that it starts with her. Yeah. The way that that she was always there to like to to bring Neo to the next level when yeah. he needed to be. Like without her, he wouldn't have been what he was. Yeah. It, it was this recognition that that she was more than she was ever given credit for. For sure. And and I think that that what they did with that was I mean it, it's it's a beautiful epic thing. It's it's this funny thing where it's like in like Star Wars, mm-hmm. Leia was amazing. Yes, you know, there's so much that she did. She earned a place as as a general yeah. because of her, you know, her skills as a leader in you know for for war and combat. But people don't acknowledge it mm-hmm. because they're too busy being focused on you know on Han on on Luke. You know, in in this movie, you know, says like it really like leads you out there with with no no. no. Trinity was necessary. Trinity was a rock star. Trinity was just as much the one as Neo. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I think that the the way that they sort of, you know, shifted perspective to having her be um, the essential one in this new arc mm-hmm. uh, was really smart because yeah. you can't like do the one again. I mean, mm-hmm. Neo, you're the one. Again, it's yeah. like boring, been there, done that. And you're right. And the fact that like it was all it was already always there. The yeah. fact that she was so intrinsic. I mean, the fact, you know, even from the very first one, you know, she um, he could only become the one when he was resurrected. And the fact that, you know, it was like the the fairy tale of her kissing him mm-hmm. and him become, and her like knowing that like she would be in love with the one like they were always interconnected. Their fates mm-hmm. were always interconnected in a way that was like essential uh, to the whole mythology. And so it, it is the logical next step to have this movie really center on um, on her importance in the overall story mm-hmm. uh, and, and of the mythology and the fight between. So I, I agree. Like, I think that that was really smart. And, you know, and I also think that like Carrie Ann Moss is one of those really strong um, actresses who, um, you know, doesn't get utilized enough. I mean, I thought she was really great in like Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, but, you know, Trinity's always been that kind of like dope OG strong, you know, uh, female action hero Yeah. Um, that, you know, even though she's amazing uh, always at the end was, not Neo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Neo's always always going to be like front and center. So I think you're, you're right. The, the fact that they've been able to um, utilize her now, I think it's just like it, it's it's a prime way to keep the story going and keep it interesting. Um, but also not just like not just shift focus just because or for some sort of like. Um, no, you know. the, the thing about this movie is that there was so many, there were so many amazing women. Yes. In the movie. Oh yeah. Totally. So many amazing female characters, you know, Bugs is incredible. Bugs is know? awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, Trinity is always incredible. Yeah. But again, it's like I said before, it was an acknowledgement of how amazing Trinity has always been yeah. rather than a, like, you know, it, it, rather than some sort of prescribed, like we have to make her awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's, no, no, it's just, she was always awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, let's acknowledge how amazing she always was and and realize, you know, what part she really played in everything. Yeah, no, know? I totally agree. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, I I just, I really, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that, that, again, there were so many amazing women characters without it feeling like, you know, it, it had to 
be announced as a like rah rah girl power kind of thing. It's I like, know it's not about that. It it's, wasn't it's, like everything stopped and now the girls get their yeah, moment no. to shine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it, it, <laughs> not that we've seen anything like no, that in any no. big movies recently. Yeah, no, it was just these these were these happened to be the characters that were focused on. Well, in that yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's why you know I, going back to bugs who you had just mentioned, you know, she is this really cool character where she basically plays a more, the Morpheus character. Um, she's also tough, like uh, tough, like Trinity. Uh, and she's also just really likable. She's somehow like slightly more human than a lot of the characters were in the original matrix. Yeah. Like when you think about the original Ma- matrix, it's like Neo was sort of like a vessel, right? He was sort of like the uncarved block. He was this character that, um, didn't have much of a personality because he had to be this sort of um, messiah. Mm-hmm. You got Trinity, who is like so much like a like a James Bond slash like you know Lancelot character. She was there to be like the most badass person. And you have Morpheus, who's like a Moses like character. Mm-hmm. And so there was really no room for any like interesting human type guys. Well, it was also wartime. Yeah, you know, it was so so everyone had this sort of tinge of anger yeah. to them, whereas this is not wartime technically, you know, it's like, so you have these people that, that are able to, they're able to, to have some joy, especially meeting their legend, you know, meeting meeting their hero. The the fanboy guy. Cause, cause when it came down to it, so many of them were fanboys and fangirls, you know, and which made sense. Cause Neo literally saved humanity. Yeah. I also liked that, that, you know, that there wasn't a turn of, of someone on their team that like betrayed them. You're right. Yeah. You they, know, they I, didn't bother going down that route. Yeah. Route. Like route. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciated that because like there were so many things that they did that like mimicked the first, the first yeah. movie and, yeah. and that like, it just wouldn't have felt warranted, honestly. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think that like they, they just, they made things make sense. It's like, he was a hero to people and however, whether they, they felt like, you know, what he was doing was a risk or not. You know, I loved how the one guy was just like, Oh yeah, yeah. He's going to get us all killed. But like, he was like, you know what, if that's what it takes, I'm in, you know? Yeah. Like, no, totally. Yeah. I really like the double blind too, with the agent Smith stuff. I like mm-hmm. at first that it was uh doc Manhattan there, but it, that was just kind of a ploy. And then, yeah. And then the whole idea of um, Jonathan Groff's character actually being agent Smith, I mm-hmm. thought was so cool. And he was, good yeah like when he twit when he like shifted to agent smith i was like this dude is like cool he's interesting he like he's weirdly threatening even though i never really thought of the guy that way and i was like i was like i was totally into it i was like yeah he was a really good choice for this role i like like the the him mocking himself though like i think the piercing blue eyes were a bit much yeah i know yeah because like like you said it's like how is he threatened? Like, he's so pretty. Like, yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, he's really good. I mean, you know, just like Hamilton, he's really good at these characters that are just have like a really like a like an over sense of like confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys who are just like, uh, you know, I rule because I rule. Yeah. Uh, and and he was like dope. I thought he was good. And I thought the fight between him and Keanu was really good. Um, yeah, I. You know, I I really did too. Like this is the thing. Like I liked. It's tough because I I now feel like I'm gonna seem like a jerk because I feel like in our spoiler free stuff I was like well, I don't know about this or that. But now with our spoiler stuff, I'm like I liked a lot of this. Like I liked. I I really like the idea of of the the whole kind of the mind trip of like him being in the matrix, making a video game about mm-hmm. the matrix and like, and him not knowing the difference between reality and that, like all that stuff I thought was like really cool. I, I mean, 
they did a really good job with the humor in it. Yeah. Like, it's like, what do you mean trying to hide me? I was in there in the Matrix <laughs> making a video game about the Matrix. Like, totally. Like, yeah, the, the things, the jokes that they had, the, the flying thing. Yeah, like, that was they, good. They had a lot of really interesting humor that I wasn't expecting, but yeah. that, that they made they made work. It was entertaining. Like yeah. they did it in a, in a, in a, in a way that, that fit, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, again, and the nostalgia stuff of it just, it, it hit the right place for me. Yeah. I, I still don't know what I think of it as a movie and I don't, I have no idea if I had come into this having no con, you know, no context of the matrix. Yeah. Um, what I'd feel, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested to watch it again. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of feels like a, a really, it's a different thing, right? It kind mm-hmm. of feels like it's only like surface level Matrix. It feels like they're, they're, they're sort of straying away from what they originally had done. And it's almost a little too, it's almost a little too murky now in a way. Like I think I think what made the original Matrix work so well is it was like, very it was very clear even though it was a big idea Mm -hmm. and then as the sequels went on they felt they need to complicate it more and more and i feel like this is still part of that sort of like entrenched in like confusion and like in in uh you know philosophy and who people really are who society really is you know in a way that i kind of feel like is really cool, but also kind of like, I don't know, like, like, like a lot of Neil Patrick Harris's sort of discussions about like, you know, people wanting to be essentially like enslaved and stuff. And, you know, felt very, felt very political, felt Mm -hmm. very of like, you know, the time, especially like last year and two years ago. Um, And I have no problem with that. I think, you know, it makes sense with the narrative, but I don't know. I also feel like, the things I loved about the Matrix were not these things. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't these bigger, kind of headier discussions. It was like a very clear, like, you know, humanity screwed. Uh, we need this person to show up, be the Quitzak Haderach, mm-hmm. and like, you know, and beat the crap out of the bad guys and save the day. You know, and, and it's about, uh, uh, it's a, a very anime journey of uh, a, a, like a Luke Skywalker, basically, you know, a normal boy who becomes the, the, the hero saves the day. And that's like what the first movie is. And it's so, it's so good at doing that, that like now we're sort of embroiled in this world where it's just kind of like a lot of like, talking about stuff that mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily sure I care that much yeah. about, or that I'm really like, you know, really invested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I don't know. And, and listen, I know, I know I, I probably sound like a dumb saying these things, but I also don't feel like I'm not sure a lot of the stuff they're talking about is really like, maybe it's not quite as deep as, as they think it is. Yeah. I guess is my main problem. It feels yeah. like a lot of blah, blah, blah without any truth. It feels like it feels like I hated philosophy class in college because it was just people trying to one up one another. But in the end of the day, like nobody was right. Nobody was wrong. It all just felt very like masturbatory to me. Like it didn't feel like it was worthwhile. And that's kind of how I feel about a lot of the narrative of the sequels mm-hmm. and this one. Yeah. Well, again, this, this goes into, you know, how the first one, they, they did so much right, you know, with their, with their sort of 
philosophical perspective, they took one. Yeah. You know, it was it was the like, are we living in a simulation? Yes. You know, and and they stuck with that. Yeah. And that was that was the focus of it. Yeah. You know, and any any other things that like philosophical things you can pull off it, that's sort of you pulling them off it. But but their focus with the storytelling was on that. Yeah. With the sequels and with this, they kept on pulling in more things. It's it's okay, let's go back to the are we living in a simulation? Okay, now let's add in the like people want to be slaves. Okay, let's add in the you know it, it was philosophy on top of philosophy on top of philosophy, but, yeah. but without you know without really weaving it into a a solid you know uh, construct of of narrative. Well, you know? it, it also doesn't add it doesn't really add up to anything in the end. That's the other problem yeah. too, because we know at the end of the day, like being enslaved and being batteries for robots is fundamentally wrong. There's nothing like there's no there's no two ways about it. There's mm-hmm. no like, like, and obviously, yeah, it's analogy, but that's the thing. Like in Star Trek, when they use analogy at the end of the day, like, you know, they still deal with the evil aliens or machines doing this because it's obviously wrong. Yeah. So to have a big philosophical like argument about it, it just kind of feels like a little silly. Well, it, you know, I, I think they were trying to do something with the conversation that was similar to the first one of, you know, we, you know, we tried to give you a world that was, that was uh, ideal and right. perfect and everyone the was utopia. happy. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but it, you know, it just wouldn't take with people. People wanted to suffer or whatever, Yeah, you know, and, and that was an interesting perspective, was. perspective but it was a perspective that, that really held to the, the, are you be living in a simulation? You know, yeah. it was, it was a really interesting one with the people want to be enslaved. It didn't fit. It, no. it didn't fit what they were going with with the rest of it. It was like you said, it just it just felt like it was playing into the the political ideas yeah. and stuff of, of it's very 2019, mm-hmm. not very like anything we've ever it just, it just felt like they were like now leaping into this a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, no, you're you're right because it's funny because when you watch the original Matrix back, uh, you know, it really is like the Gen X superhero story, yeah. right? It's like, what's the point of it all? You know, I'm just an office drone. Mm-hmm. I'm I have no identity. Uh I'm just gonna like work at this job till I die. And then all of a sudden it's like, no man, it's like the people in control are really like using you in a way you had no idea. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden like you know you find yourself in your powered and all of a sudden you know it's it, and it's funny and it makes sense because that's kind of like what the late 90s sort of felt like everybody was like super bummed out all the time which i guess is you know kind of like now um but for different reasons um you know that it was a little more of a crisis of of identity mm-hmm. now i think it's more of a crisis of like um <laughs> the world feels like it's coming to an end. That's not what the nineties were like. The nineties were more like, what's the point of it all? You know, now it's more like, Oh my God, like (laughs) everything is like falling apart in a, in a really fundamental level. Um, yeah. And you know, I know this has nothing to do with it, but man, I liked that bird sentinel thing. I really liked the, the more organic looking, um, uh, machines. Mm -hmm. I thought were really cool. I was a big fan of that. Um, and also, why? Oh my God! Since we're in the spoiler territory, the sh- the stuff when they were showing them being resurrected was horrifying. I couldn't believe they did that footage mm. of like the machines resurrecting Neo, yeah. and that was like terrifying. Yeah, that was some like David Cronenberg stuff. I was yeah. really shocked that they showed that stuff. <laughs> oh, like oh God, this is horrible. I don't want to see this. Yeah, uh, which I really liked. I thought it was really cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like I'm glad. So these are the positive things. Like, I feel like they created a new 
enough new stuff to make me possibly interested in sequels. I think that it's cool they did this while Keanu is still able to do the action. Yes. Uh, I think that... Although it would have been nice if we could have really seen that. Yeah. I think it was, um, I think, you know, making sure that uh, Carrie Ann Moss came back and not just making her like, and with an appearance by Carrie Ann Moss, but making her like super intrinsic Mm -hmm. to the story was really awesome and really smart. Um, and I think that, you know, the, the sort of meta-ness of it, even though it was a bit droll, I also thought was like also kind of clever and interesting. And I didn't mind the additional humor, um, per se, uh, in it. And I, and I also thought Neil Patrick Harris was awesome. Like, like I really, I I was getting like Neil Patrick Harris in uh, starship trooper vibes (laughs) from him. And I haven't had that in a long time. Uh, I thought he was really good. Um, so yeah, so, you know, that, that's the thing I, I, you know, yeah, I mean, I thing is like, like I said before, you know, I, I recommend it for the nostalgia value. I still have to, I still think I'm going to have to sit on this and, and see if yeah. I, if I can recommend it on a, on a movie, you know, as a movie. Yeah. I, I just think I, I kind of wish I had seen like earlier cuts cause I guarantee earlier cuts probably didn't have as much like, like I honestly, when they first introduced Jonathan Groff and the first thing they show was like agent Smith and then cut to him. I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. I already know what's going on with this guy. Like there was no moment of a turn that was at all like unsus, like they literally show you Mm -hmm. that this guy is this guy. Yeah. Uh, in a way I thought was like kind of unfortunate. I felt like they, I felt like all the stuff when they cut away that they should not have done. Yeah. Cause I was just kind of like, well now what do we, what's even the journey? If you're just going to like straight up, like tell us, you yeah. know? Um, so I didn't like that. And I didn't like, um, I mean, that was kind of the main thing, actually. There was just like little I moments think- like that. I was just, I felt was like they were holding our hand. Too. I, I felt like they were both like making it really confusing yeah. with some of the dialogue, but then also holding our hand way too much. In other yeah. Ways. Well, it's like you said, they did that, but then they like tried to trick you and make it be like, oh no, Morpheus, the, like Morpheus is Agent Smith. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But not. But not. Yeah. Yeah. That bit was funny when he was uh when he uh came out of the bathroom when oh he first got India. That was yeah. really funny. Oh, I I also um I really liked what they did with Niobe, what they did with mm-hmm. uh, Jada Pickett Smith's character. She was cool. She yeah. was good. And that was really good makeup too. Yeah. Really good makeup. Um Oh God! And the Morpheus statue was great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I, I really like that. Uh, but yeah, all right. Well, I think um, I, I think that it was worthwhile watching mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, I wouldn't be against there being another one, though. I'm not so sure. Weekend uh, Weekend was pretty soft, um, but either way, it was I, really cool. Yeah, I, I feel like if they did another one, it would it would just be again depreciating values. Yeah, it kind of Unless feels they had a like, really, 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 really good idea. Yeah, no, I, I kind of feel like they sort of need to, I mean, unfortunately, reboot it probably if they're going to try to keep this IP going. But then yeah. you're like, but then you're always going to be like, it's, you can't, if you guys are like, if any guys watching right now are like in your like 20s, right, or younger, you won't understand like when The Matrix came out. It mm-hmm. was like mind-blowing it's like all all the all the older people that are like their religion is star wars star wars and you're like what this weird movie it's like when something comes out that is so beyond anything else that's come out before it yeah like it changes everything and yeah. that's what the matrix was like it was like it was so cool and punk and yeah. mind-blowing and the and no one had seen action like that no one had seen visual effects like that yeah. it was so beyond and so much of what you've seen since then has has been you know sort of taken from 
from what they did in the matrix. It was, it's, you know, in some cases homage to, in yeah. some cases, you know, just, just trying to, to, I mean, they even made that joke in a way where they kept on, they, they use bullet time mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a, you know, a, a joke device in this movie because it was so groundbreaking. Yeah. And so it's like, and, and I don't even know if there's been a movie in the last decade that's really been like it maybe like the last one was avatar the but more like the 3d experience of avatar but like it's i think right now everything is kind of always groundbreaking yeah everything seems so cool and looks so good that it's really rare to be like that like once you start making movies like endgame Mm -hmm. or or like or something like you're sort of like what's gonna feel bigger than this yeah but like but that first matrix was like so above everything else at the time. And, and that's the problem. And it's like, I don't even know if you could recreate that feeling, even if you mm-hmm. rebooted it at this point. Yeah. And then, you, and then you run into the problem where like we now know, but, but they didn't know back then that like Keanu Reeves is like a, is like a unicorn. Yes. Like how are you ever going to cast somebody that is, is quintessentially as loved as Keanu Reeves. Like mm-hmm. he was that loved back then. We just didn't realize it yet. You know, there's a purity that comes uh, with him and a likability that most people don't have. Yeah. So how are they ever going to recast that role? Yeah. So it's, it's just like, I don't know. I'm not sure it's ever really going to, uh, to ever. I, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think, I don't know. Other than maybe video games, I don't really know what the, what the way forward is for the matrix. Yeah. You know, and yeah. maybe that's okay. Yeah. Does everything need to be a damn IP that lasts a hundred, like decades no. and decades and decades? No. You know, that's the thing. I think that like, you know, I think like people still read like the Odyssey, right? Homer's the Odyssey. They don't need to like, you know, they didn't just come out with like the Odyssey 10. I guess we're going to have to, you know, leave it up to the overlords at, at Warner Brothers, that right? That's really funny. Again, like yeah. all this weird meta stuff. But and... I will say what I didn't like about that was Space Jam. Yeah. They kind of already made that joke in a way. Like all I could think about was Space Jam when he made that joke. Yeah. I was like, oh God, the freaking Warner Brothers universe or whatever they did. Yeah. In um, but no, but it was true. It was cheeky and it was fun. And I liked that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird. I feel like, um, I, I, I just wonder if maybe like, I think, I think we just need to sit on it. You know, I think we just need to like sit on it and see how we, how we feel and, and probably watch it again. It kind of feels like when like the red guardian puts on his like costume in, in uh, black widow, but he's like super fat now and it hardly fits. And he's trying to like relive his glory days. Like that's kind of like, sometimes what I feel like what they're doing with some of these movies. It's like, just let it be, it's just let it be. Right. Similar to Mr. Incredible and the Incredibles. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing, right? Everything, everything is the same thing, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that in this, 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 and this. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation, but all right, cool. Well, um, you know, that's just our opinion. Uh, if you're still listening, you've probably seen the movie. If you haven't, then yikes. Uh, there's actually if you still... haven't, then you probably didn't, weren't planning on it anyway, if you're listening yeah. to all of our spoilers. Yeah. And, you know, but there's still, I also think like we haven't, there's some like big things we still haven't given away that I would, that it wouldn't matter. There's nothing to say about them um, because there are some really nice moments and there's some things I would do really like. It's just like, I don't know. I. It's weird. You know, I feel like, I've now at this point in my life where I walk into things with like such low expectations because my heart can't take the pain. Yeah. You know, like if I went in this being like, this is going to be great. I'd be like, "Mm, 
Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, I went into this, but again, it's sort of like I, I prefaced it in the beginning. You know, I went into this with the expectations of three. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I wasn't going into this with the ex expectations of, of, of the first matrix. No. Yeah. No, I was like, I was like, I, I just want, I, I'm just hoping it's better than three. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Congratulations. It's true, though. You really have to do that. I think you really have to. Um, and, and I think it's I think it's better for that, too. And I think thinking of it as a as a fourth movie <laughs> is probably a good idea, too. I, I think that's the other problem with like the idea of like reboots all the time or like revisionings or whatever you want to call them is they get to this point where they're so like entrenched in this idea of importance like it's just as important as like the first one and like uh, i think they got away with it with halloween 2018 but i also think that hampered them a big time with halloween kills yeah. you know because all of a sudden it was like you guys set such a high bar yeah. this does not reach it at all for sure you know so i don't know anyway uh thanks for listening guys we will do more radio at some other point mm -hmm. in the future there. bye, bye.